As we navigate the world, as society marches forward and sometimes stumbles backwards, as convictions, certainties and norms evolve, it's important to find somewhere to feel at home. And wherever we find that feeling, more than ever, we need to be mindful. Welcome to Local Voices Global Stories, a podcast from Accor, taking you to the places where a reinvented vision of hospitality gives us all a sense of community and carries us into the experiences of tomorrow. Because spreading our wings doesn't only expand our horizons, it also creates new feelings and new connections. There's always an opportunity to see more, feel more and go further. Open hearts and open minds make that possible. And at Accor, they're found within the talents who don't just make us feel at home, they make sure we are at home, wherever we are in the world. Those team members are at the heart of the whole experience, and we're here to find out how they fly the flag for openness and inclusion, creativity and innovation. Taking those first tentative steps into the world of work can feel like standing on the edge of a precipice. Thrilling opportunities shimmer on the horizon, but the bridges and pathways that lead to them are often hard to make out. It's the same for those on the other side. Reaching out to young recruits is essential in the hospitality sector, but identifying the right talents for a range of different roles is a complex process. And that's become even more difficult given the current climate. More than half of hospitality firms across the globe are struggling to fill staff shortages in the wake of pandemic-related closures that have hit the sector hard. And the recent turbulence has shaken the confidence of those who aspire to a career in the industry. School and university leavers are concerned about job security in the short term, then about chances to flourish and grow with their skills recognized and rewarded. They're seeking reassurance that it's possible in the hospitality of tomorrow. At the hotels, restaurants and leisure venues which count on those carefully selected talents to guarantee stellar service, operating with fewer team members impacts not only the guest experience, but also satisfaction levels across the board. And it's something Accor is tackling from the inside out. A commitment to lifelong learning has been a cornerstone of the group's approach for five decades now. And investing in people has borne immediate and exponential benefits for Accor and its team members around the world. The group's regional academies offer a huge range of flexible training schemes to update and expand know-how across departments. And outside of Accor, strong ties with more than 300 educational establishments and institutions internationally mean all bases are covered, delivering the tools, experiences and resources to create a solid foundation in the industry. It's designed to be learner-centric and accessible to everyone. For example, in the UK alone, Accor's invested more than £2.5 million in training and development over the last 10 years, providing apprenticeship schemes for countless young people. In fact, hospitality is a unique environment when it comes to creating opportunities. With an endlessly diverse selection of roles, from sushi chefs to art curators, Accor's temporary, permanent, part-time and career-long appointments allow team members to aim high and enrich communities by generating virtuous circles, which feed into the local economy. Fast-track programs have nurtured some of the youngest, most dynamic managers in the business in all four corners of the globe, often supported by mentors who bring precious experience and lead by example. Scotland's windswept, dramatic vistas have drawn visitors from near and far for centuries. 
Indeed, many of the country's beauty spots are so popular, they're fully booked a year in advance, and that's when the travel and tourism sector is running at maximum capacity. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, hospitality was the third largest industry in the UK's private sector, contributing more than £133 billion to the nation's GDP and employing some 3.2 million people. As we return to these spaces, our hosts are striving to offer the same meaningful experiences, but often with drastically depleted resources. The Office for National Statistics estimates there was a shortfall of more than 160,000 hospitality workers across the UK in December 2021. The ongoing health crisis has certainly pushed those numbers up, but it hasn't been the only threat to healthy staffing levels. At the Fairmont St Andrews, for example, General Manager John Keating had been anticipating the effects of the UK's departure from the EU for some time. He reasoned that with reduced mobility for European workers and for Brits who wanted to study in hospitality schools abroad, local alternatives could be a chance to lay down the foundations for a grassroots approach that would draw from the talent pool at the hotel's doorstep. That's why he was instrumental in researching, designing and delivering the Young Hotelier programme, teaming up with the renowned University of Dundee to offer recruits a chance to learn, work and face their future with a full skill set. An integral part of that training is the mentoring apprentices receive from experienced team members who can demonstrate, explain and guide, providing precious insight in a hands-on context. Award-winning assistant manager Philip Egan's one of those official mentors and Ariane Barnes, an apprentice, immersed in the day-to-day workings of different departments alongside her studies. John, Philip and Ariane tell us more about why this unique programme is a win-win for young starters and for the hotel itself. Hi, my name is John Keating and I'm the Area General Manager for Luxury Division um, Scotland and Ireland. I'm also the General Manager of um, Fairmont St Andrews. I came into the business as an apprentice um, at the age of 16, garnered my education through my training. I'm from Ireland originally and I did my apprenticeship in Dublin and I finished my apprenticeship in Switzerland, in Geneva. And I started my education there too worked up through the ranks in quite a formal way, um, through food and beverage primarily, to where I am now. So my name is Philip Egan, and I'm the Executive Assistant Manager at Fairmont St. Andrews. I like to say I was born into the industry, as I started off by working in our family bar, which was opened by my great-grandfather in um, 1895. Quickly kind of fell in love with the industry there. Once I realized my kind of passion for dealing with people and dealing with the public, I went on to study business studies and international hotel management at Shannon College of Hotel Management. And following that, I began my journey with Fairmont and um, yeah, I've progressed steadily since then. My name's Ariane Barnes. I am one of the graduate apprentices here at Fairmont St. Andrews. I am currently a reservations agent. I started working here when I left school, when I, after I turned 18, um, on the apprenticeship course. And I came to work in the industry. I studied travel and tourism in high school, and that kind of um, started the passion for this industry. And I wasn't quite sure exactly where I wanted to go with it when I left school. And I saw the, the apprenticeship scheme advertised on Facebook, actually, and it interested me. So I applied for it, had an interview. And that's how I started working here. Blending work-based learning and a classroom component, the Junior Hotelier programme was born of a desire to elevate the classic apprenticeship to a more holistic qualification, 
This three-year program split 80-20, that is, four days a week working at the Fairmont St. Andrews and one day of study. And unlike internships or more limited training schemes, this hotel placement doesn't lock apprentices into one narrow sector of the industry. Young recruits get to experience all of the departments. And that means exploring the challenges of food and beverage, front desk and housekeeping at this luxury address. And of course, given its world-class courses, golf. As an essential part of the five-star resort's character and history, the sport's a major and prestigious part of guests' active enjoyment of the setting and its services. And after three years on that path, apprentices can progress to a full honours degree thanks to the graduate apprenticeship, with academic input and certification from Dundee University. And since these are fully funded courses, unlike so many of their generation, a course apprentices glide into the world of work having earned their way through their studies, without the worry of student debt or financial sacrifice. Designed in response to the specific needs of the industry, these apprenticeships mean that a corps can be sure new team members have the transferable skills, knowledge and experience to be valued players internationally in the hospitality of tomorrow, to hit the ground running wherever that may be. It's the strongest possible foundation upon which to build their capacities and develop their careers. Because Accor believes education shouldn't stop once you start working full-time, initiatives like the Leadership Academy, for example, push team members to new heights, with one-day seminars that fit in with busy schedules, allowing all team members to reach their full potential. I think hospitality is almost a vocation in a way. Um, wanting to look after people is an innate gift that we try to look for when we hire people. Um, we don't specifically look for their university degrees or their qualifications. We're really keen on people that understand what it's like to deliver hospitality on a day-to-day -day basis. They make the stay um, very, very much a, a part of why they're here. It's almost like a, an emotion every time you uh, have the opportunity to bump into a team member. I joined this hotel in 2015, and um, we all know that very soon after that we were going to have the Brexit vote. In my experience here, first of all, there wasn't enough local professional talent other than people that had been here for a very, very long time. So I began uh, investigating the best way to attract young people locally by visiting schools, head teachers, career guidance people, and also parents. And I found that the type of apprenticeship that would appeal most was the one that deemed most professional, where you get a lot of qualifications, it's over two or three year period, and where they might have an opportunity to go to university later and graduate from a university with a degree. So with all of that said, um, we created something that we were almost going out to the market to sell. And actually we did the interviews via speed dating. You didn't meet the GM and uh, the F&B director. You met young people that were working in the industry already, a few heads of department, and it was a quick meeting, five minutes at each table, just to make sure the young people were very comfortable. And from then on, uh, we made sure that every young person had a mentor, a buddy, and even an executive team member that they could go to. So we were very, very strict about the program in the way we want to deliver it. We wanted it to be something that everybody was very proud of, uh, not just us, but also uh, the young people who engaged with this program. And I'm delighted to say now that we're in our fourth year 
Uh, we've already graduated four people, three of which are now at university on top of their apprenticeship. In all, we probably have um, 12 apprentices on some sort of apprenticeship program. And we're now extending some of these programs into when they finish their degrees. That's the next step so that we can create young managers of the future in our own community. But when I started this program, <laughs> there was a lot of red tape. It was primarily about linking up all of the qualifications to create this journey that meant that education could continue. Um, and I really believed in this because I've seen it in other European countries where vocational jobs are recognized much better than they are here in the UK. So I know how important it is to be able to pick up education whenever you need it in your career. So yes, it's unique, but I'd like to think that it will begin to be rolled out now. Um, in other parts of Scotland and the UK. And I, I try to get involved as I possibly can uh, to push that through. So I was studying um, business studies and international hotel management in Shannon. Well, it was a fantastic experience. I think what it really kind of taught me was um, the value of learning more practically rather than theory-based. I think that's a kind of a value we've carried through to our apprenticeship here. Even our graduate apprentices are four days working and one day kind of university based. Um, you know, and I discovered for me and for a lot of people, actually, that's the best way to learn. And I was a participant in the um, leadership development program. And um, what the program, I think, at the time did for me was... It highlighted me as a future leader um, and I therefore got some good mentorship. I had managers and people that I worked with that, um, that believed in me and, and communicated that to me. They thought I could progress and that they thought I was good enough and that I had a bright future. That kind of faith that was shown in me gave me massive, massive confidence. That's as well a lesson that um, I have carried through my entire journey is, um, you know, it's a very kind of a powerful thing to uh, show faith in someone and show confidence in someone that, you know, you can do it. And I believe you essentially. I think when um, someone like John, who was a fantastic mentor to me, believed that I could progress and believed that I could make the next level and that I could make senior management in hotels, that gave me um, huge confidence. And I do, you know, feel it a very important part of my job to ensure that I'm also giving that back to the people within my team. I think that was probably what maybe got me the award just the level of investment in people that um, I have been putting in and whether that be in the hotel here and with our management team here currently. It works both ways. We're getting great young people um, and they're getting something in return. We get to keep very talented young people for a long period of time and be able to offer them something when they finish. So like we mentioned, I work four days a week and the fifth day I go to the university. Um, so I'm currently studying for a Bachelor's of Science in Business Management with industrial experience. So that industrial experience part is the, the working here within the hotel. It provides you with an overall view. We've done HR, we've done finance, operations management. It's really vital in what I do here, especially when um, you're thinking about university life as well. Now that I'm in third year, you know, it's kind of getting a little bit more serious. And to be able to go speak to Philip where housekeeping was his background and he had all of the knowledge and expertise and was able to guide us down the right road, it's completely vital. It wouldn't have worked as well if we didn't have someone like that who whose door is always open we can always go speak to them about things how we're feeling and the fears and uncertainty around the hospitality industry having someone like that there is just so important i would say it's the real life situations the on the job training um, and just having the ability to watch and learn in the moment real life 
you just couldn't learn that from a textbook, not a chance. So with the graduate apprentices, I think it's just going along on the journey with them, you, you know, kind of helping them through the challenges that come with the academic side of it, with university, that come with balancing maybe the work life and the academic life and, and the workloads and responsibilities, helping them to manage that kind of stress. I think that's been the most kind of striking lesson for me. Providing this kind of mentorship and being a former mentor has also been a huge learning experience for myself. Well, when I started my apprenticeship, it was very, very formal. So I did a three-year program, and although I did various departments, uh, I never really dealt with senior people. It was really very regimented. A lot of exams, and not exams, but the exams were sit-down exams, a little bit like uh, at school, which for non-academics, is sort of every time you went back into school every week reminded you of being at school. But there's need for change, and it has evolved now. And I think the way young people train today, you need to engage with them. You need to speak to them. You need to look at what their strengths are. Young people today also, they need to be engaged with and communicated with much more often. You know, there's a big instant gratification with young people. They're used to getting their emails and their TikToks and their Instagrams answered almost immediately. And so if you're not looking after their needs on a regular basis, they'll soon get disengaged and bored and maybe get attracted elsewhere. Maybe when I started, there were fewer choices. There's a lot more choices out there now. Um, so it's very different. And it isn't an, at all formal. It's much more relaxed, much more comfortable, and I think a lot more fun. I think fun is the key word here. John kind of mentioned it a little bit. Um, it's a good option for those who maybe aren't as academically gifted. Um, so like that, when I was in high school, I didn't really think I wanted to go to university. It's obviously changed now I've been here. Um, but I, I knew my learning was on the job learning and I learned from doing. So then when I saw the apprenticeship program and read more about it and rotating around the departments, um, that really interested me. And now I can see the on-the-job training at the Five Star Property has provided me with the, the unparalleled skills, knowledge, experience, expertise. And that, that's really kind of what interested me in doing this kind of training for the industry. It's just snowballed into where I am now here in the hotel, opening up so many more doors for myself. I've always tried my best to nurture the next generation um, in my job whether I was a restaurant manager or a food and beverage manager or now a general manager. Most people choose hospitality because they want to travel. They want to see other cultures. Those qualifications will allow them to take their careers to any level they wish. So even if they choose to change careers in another industry, if it's got to do with people, with business, with travel, the world's their oyster, really. I think that the journey will be never ending. And I think that's what makes it more attractive than any other scheme that's on offer. I've, again, you know, been very fortunate to have had such a fantastic, you know, grounding and kind of education in this industry given to me here. I think I'm fortunate the world is my oyster and, and um, I haven't pinpointed where yet, but I'm, I'm definitely up for an adventure, I think. So I think the long term benefit to this property is that we will have a boomerang approach. Young people who want to stay here will be able to stay here and fulfill their careers. People who want to leave and go away and then maybe wish to come back. I've seen so many great stories through my own career and I've met people all over the world. Um, I never would have gotten a chance to do that 
to see the world the way I have done and continue to do and to interact with cultures from all over the world. Um, I think it's very unique. I'm very proud of my industry and I'm very, very aware that I am an ambassador in a way, and we all are, to the young people that start off in the first place and choose this as a career. Thanks to the three of you. So, as John says, guiding these homegrown talents towards excellence in hospitality reaps rewards for everyone, whether it's Philip, who went from mentoring to mentor, or Ariane, who already has the support system in place to take a warm and personal approach to her guests and elevate that experience to new levels. You've been listening to Local Voices Global Stories, a podcast from Accor, taking you to the heart of hospitality via the people redefining the word welcome in every language around the world.